Brain Candy Podcast, episode 783, and it is now February. Woo, yeah. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, it's my birthday month. Oh but, my God. But uh, it is your birthday month. But it is my birthday month. <laughs> and uh, birthdays have become so much more fun. Like, I was always the kid who was envious of the people who had summer birthdays because they all got to do the pool party. And then I was really jealous of people who had fall birthdays because then they could do a Halloween themed birthday. You know, I would love a costume themed party. And I felt like February was like, who? that's a shitty month for a birthday. It's wow. cold. The summer you know, birthdays, we were envious of people who got to celebrate in a classroom setting. Oh, cause they, cause you well, get attention that day. You do get attention, but it felt like the day where, where, Maybe a, a parent might have shown up with cupcakes for the whole class, and mom was a working mom, single working mom, and they were they were not. She's not the baker. She is very good at making <laughs> many other wonderful Italian meals, but not quite the baker. So yeah, it was that wasn't a big one for me where I really cared, and I don't like that. Mm. Like I don't like want. The, I just want the party. So. <laughs> That's all changed now that I live in a place where I get to have my favorite kind of birthday, which is your least favorite kind of day, a powder day. Oh my God. So is that yeah. what you, th- uh, you won't yeah, be able to do like, that this year, will you? Uh, I'm hoping okay. it should be at the exact time where I am healed enough to be able to do moderate strenuous activity. You're going to have to get that cleared with me beforehand. Okay. I will. I definitely I will. Mean. We'll probably do some like tests. You know, my, my brother will probably be like, just probably jump on one foot for a while or something. I don't know. What if you like fall that. though and bust open your gut? Okay. Well, th- this is what well, we talked to the doctor about this. Cause Eli was like, Sarah, uh, let's stop wasting time and ask him the question you really want to ask. How long till she's skiing and snowboarding again? And he <laughs> right. said, the, the good thing about, is like having babies or right. There's not, a, not at all that. he. Can't, oh my God. Get this. Nothing can go in there for 14 weeks. In there? <laughs> in there, there. You mean penises? Or fingers or tampons. <laughs> Let's or name everything that could go a- in. Anything you could. They were like nothing. 14 weeks? 14 weeks. Oh boy. Isn't that like the same as having a fucking baby? I mean that... <laughs> Do you mean the gestation period of a human? No, I mean how oh. long they will say after you have had a baby oh, before you I can like engage. Longer. I think it's what? only like maybe six weeks or something. Cheesy, crazy, lemon squeezy. Okay. That yeah. is a long, a long time. Am I right? Uh-huh. So I'm well, shocked I won't be by doing this any of that kind data. of riding for a while. So maybe riding a snowboard. I guess so. <laughs> what yes, I have to Sarah's settle on. Gonna be doing some Gosh, different kinds of things. Know, know so much about me. <laughs> and Eli. And Eli. In this case. Yeah. Oh, wow. What, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What wow. a guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, be careful yeah. out there. Yeah. And yeah. You know, there are a lot of ways to be intimate. So that's what I mean. You're going to get experimental. I know. I'm looking yeah. for like nice foot massages or something like, oh Yeah. Oh, that's romantic. You know, yeah. That's not where my head was. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, well, I shouldn't be giving any GD advice about safety. Oh, why? We Uh-oh. had an incident <gasps> over here. No, Susie, we're going to have to get you one of those signs that says, <gasps> Oh, I, no. 
I, 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 you know, imagine how, for those of you who can't see the video version, she has the, what I can only describe as like a cartoon (laughs) version (laughs) of thumb wrapping. Like, you know, when you see in cartoons and they've got the throbbing thumb and they wrap it with gauze and there's a big, like medical, it's like comically big. This This is her thumb right now, people. Uh, what on earth happened? Was this a kitchen incident? Yeah. Oh no. And I know that you have, I know you sharpen your knives on the regular. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said to Adam, you know how they say like the most dangerous thing in your kitchen is a dull knife. And I'm like, I beg to differ. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Please. I want to know, but I don't want to know. It's pretty bad. Okay. Did you have stitches? No. There was nothing to stitch, really, because <gasps> I <laughs> I know what you're going to say. It's, the surface stuff is even worse. No, no. I chopped off, off the tip of my thumb and watched it roll across my oh, cutting no. board. <laughs> I, like, here's the thing, guys. I, can't, I have too good of an imagination. I, I want to throw up when I picture these things. So people are like, Sarah, calm down. This is my best friend and her thumb rolling. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, that is a true story. That's, I I can still feel it. And like when it happened, it feels kind of like when you chop through a carrot. And oh, why are you <laughs> this is why I know I could never be a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. You're too squeamish. I'm you way have the temperament, too- but <laughs> <laughs> you have the uh, morality, but just not the um, not the, the stomach through. for it. Not the stomach for it. Sue's so like a th- carrot. Yeah. So then I saw it, and I I screamed, and then I said I chopped the top of my thumb off, and then oh Lincoln screamed that scream of like blood curdling, like. It was as if he cut off his. <laughs> I'm so upset that I can't plug my ears right now. I'm like trying to like. Okay, like, well we there. can move on. No, no, I want to hear. Like it's again, I don't, but I do. So then what? You did because you can't stitch it because there's nothing to close it. Oh my it god, you're not. Like, you're gonna have a missing chunk. You're gonna have a funny shaped thumb. Yeah, it it was sort of like the maximum amount that you could take off without going to. You know, because I'm not, it wasn't big enough to like put in a bag and like keep it and go, you know, but it was big enough where I'm like, whoop, there's my finger over there. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) How did you not pass out? I want to pass out right now. (laughs) Um, I don't know, but it really bled for a long time and I'm just glad it wasn't worse. And I'm also glad it was that finger because... I can still type because that's oh, like the one it's that's... The, not the one you're cutting yeah. with. Ooh. It could have been a lot worse is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. What anyway, were you cutting? Sucks. What sucks. Um, chives. <laughs> not even something right. you'd be like, oh, I can see that. Right, like an onion or something where it slipped and, oh, my God, I'm a, be, be careful out there, Suze. No kidding. Anyway, so that sucked and... Staring it's in one wonder of those things where at like, your finger as it rolls across the floor. Well, I do. I feel wonder about the way the human body heals itself, for sure. Like Absolutely. even the next day when I removed the stuff and I looked at it, and I thought it's amazing because as soon as you get an injury, your body starts working to heal. Yeah, and it is miraculous, really, it's really, really crazy. 
but because remember I read that book, it's called The Body by Bill Bryson, and it described the process of healing. Mm-hmm. And it, it really felt like, wow, that it's, you know how people say like that kind of thing can make them like faithful, believe, you know, in God yeah, and stuff, yeah. because it does feel like, how did this all how come together or whatever? But it's just one of those things where you wish you could go back in time and be more careful and the regret is not pleasant. I thought you were going to say that you like did it where you sliced maybe your fingernail off or one of those, but a, a whole chunk. chunk of your thumb. And it was sitting over there worse. with like the, the fact- nail still on it. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. It's so gross. I was in my mind picturing just, the, uh, nope, it's even further than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't be a parent. That, like, oh, that's my nail. Could you imagine this with a child? <laughs> it would be so much worse if it were Lincoln. I would be much more upset. So oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like I want to cry for you right now. Cause I'm like imagining your pain and what that would, and the, the moment where you are deciding, do we put it on ice that there's enough yeah. of it to do that? Right. Yeah. We're going to have to get you one of those signs that says like zero days since last accident, 20 <laughs> days since last I accident. Know. And just like really try to, it's a weird thing to throw away a body part too, like to toss it in the garbage <laughs> with the rest of the chives. <laughs> I know, weird, right? Anyway. Somehow it feels like at a certain <laughs> where's the line? Because at a certain point it becomes a crime, doesn't it? <laughs> For real. But like, if it's like disposing of your own bo- I have questions about I know. That. Yeah. It's weird. Can I hope you, you never have to go through of this. body parts. Of your own? Yeah, if you like you cut can. a finger off? I think you and... can toss it. Okay. I hey. just hope it grows back. And I'll tell you what is growing back. <laughs> That's my hair. Thanks to Nutrafol. <laughs> I feel like the stress and the anxiety of even thinking about these kind of accidents is enough to make my hair fall out. <laughs> so I know. I know. But for real, like whenever I had the hair accident... Of 2022, yes. um, it does feel dramatic because it, well, it you is. know how it, long it takes for hair to grow back. So if you have thinning or you would like to experience a full head of hair like I am now, mm-hmm. look at that. Look, yeah. that's a lot of hair I, up there. So I remember what that's like. I see the before and after. Yeah. That is really amazing. And I really notice it, uh, especially on the side of my temples right here. Mm-hmm. That's the part where it's thinner, the, like, you know, it just yeah. thinned out a little. And I know. Yeah. To Neutrophil- get more scalp coverage. Yeah, it's the number one uh, dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Start your hair growth journey today by taking Nutrafol's hair wellness quiz and get your personalized hair health plan today. For limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping at Nutrafol.com slash quiz. When you enter the promo code Brain Candy, take the quiz and get started on reaching your hair wellness goals with Nutrafol today. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L.com slash quiz, promo code Brain Candy. That's Nutrafol.com slash quiz, promo code Brain Candy. First of all, we, you and I talked about the documentary that was coming out called Subject that was about like oh, yeah. people that have been in documentaries. Yes, I want to see this. It's on 
Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, I gotta write this down. I had to rent it. Like you can't stream it for free, I don't think. Okay. Um but yeah, Prime Video, it's called Subject, and it's about people who have been in um documentaries and w- the sort of ethical questions that documentarians should be asking. And so they covered like capturing the Freedmen's Oh um, yes. Wolf Pack. Hoop Dreams, some of the really big documentaries that have come out. And so then they're the subjects of them have become well-known or like, you know, it changed their life to be right. part of it. it. It did remind me of how we talk about how like when you were cast on Road Rules or Real World, you're going into it as one person and mm. then that person is altered because of their participation in the thing. You so, always say the things that I want to say in such a good way. Like I, like oh, that, like it you. one, that That's was, nice. I, I was having a conversation just the other day trying to explain all of that. It probably took me 30 sentences to do it. <laughs> and that is well. it. You go in one way and you come out right. changed because of that experience. And that's such a strange thing that the very thing that's, uh, you know, portraying who you are then alters that identity. Yeah. That's that's fascinating to it me because really we've lived it. And also like documentaries are so popular now that there's so many right. people that are being followed and and they're still having to sort of rely on the filmmaker to tell the story reliably. Right. And I do think it's similar to what we've experienced where it's all the bad and none of the good where this doesn't come with a, a big paycheck or any sort of like job opportunities or, or yeah, social, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Upward movement, but uh, yeah, it's, it's almost the opposite. It's a more, more people critical of, I don't know, actions, behaviors, things that have happened. Yeah. And then you become not just the subject of the film, but just the subject of opinions of the people that watch it too. Yes. Yes. And that's strange. Yep. Um, Ooh, and it gosh. didn't really, I don't think it took like a hard position about like, this is wrong and this is right. And this is how it should be yeah. done. But it just raised questions. Like I'm unsure of my opinion about this, hmm. but there's often been this debate about whether documentary filmmakers should pay the subjects. So, Oh, it does change people's behavior though. So the, yeah, on one side, there's this idea that it would, um, affect the plot or the narrative yeah. or whatever. It could like bastardize it in a way, you know, but then there's this weirdness about like, well, you're asking people to work for free then. Right. And a lot of times documentary subjects are already vulnerable and exploited in other ways. That's why maybe they're participating like the wolf pack guys or whoever. And so like that seems wrong too, to not pay them for their work. Yeah. What, what about something where it, it came after the release Mm. or the filming and release of the Yeah, they did say that the documentarians that made Hoop Dreams, mm-hmm. which followed these um, inner city kids who had 
dreams of playing basketball. And they, after the film became a huge success and Mm -hmm. it did generate a lot of revenue, the filmmakers split it with anybody that had a speaking part in the documentary. So they distributed it however way. And then it changed those people's lives. You know, I they, like that. Yeah, they were compensated, but perhaps didn't affect the way that they yeah. behaved. Because I don't know if they knew that going in, right, or whether they found out later. But yeah, that like seems that, fair. That, that seems very fair. Because they make a ton of money now. It's not like the olden days where it was like on PBS for one night or whatever. Right. These are yeah. the number one most streamed things on Netflix or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Tinder Swindler, please. Right. And it's funny that like they're making money off a show, but people taking advantage of you making money. That's the thing. Like Mm -hmm. these people get sort of like re-exploited. Right. In a way. But people, I think there is this urge in most people Mm -hmm. to tell their story. People want to be seen Mm -hmm. and that by participating, they feel like it's almost like making a mark in the world. You matter and, and that has value to some people. Yeah, and then you know, like you bring the awareness and attention to maybe somebody who wasn't going to get that in any other way. Well, and we like to imagine that these documentarians are just this artists. Like we we think of them differently than we think of like a director of a normal film, right? Right. You know, you think of them as just like there's sort they're of tell the story and yeah there's yes, storytellers yes. and they just like believe in the film and they'll yeah. do it for like three dollars right but they have an incentive to make it click click baity too in the same way that mtv does really yeah especially now especially with the style of documentary that's really popular oh they yeah feel you need very, a big jinx yes. moment yes oh he's confessing on a hot mic yeah, or the uh, I, I see a lot of documentaries do this half scripted, half documentary style, um, like the social like dilemma. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know where they have a family kind of playing out these scenes yeah. of interacting with technology and how it's affecting their relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and simultaneously interviewing experts and yeah going through the history. Yeah. And, they like blur the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does feel very, uh, like music video, like commercial fast paced, you know, yeah. graphics. And I mean, most people kind of delineate between like before supersize me yes. and after supersize me. That was sort yeah, of a big the moment. The other one was I like bowling for yeah. Columbine uh-huh. and like Michael Moore, I would throw him yeah. in that, in that category yeah. of people who changed yeah. the way we do it. And I'm glad. I'm so glad the genre yeah. is popular and there's so many great films being made. But I think this film was great because it was asking the questions. It was probably time to ask yeah. in like a bigger way. I'm sure a lot of the people that participate in these films need some therapy afterwards. And I would suggest to them to maybe try BetterHelp because BetterHelp sponsors our show and we love yes. them. Yes. Let me tell you, getting a therapist is a hard thing to do. Sometimes you have to, not sometimes, most often, you have to jump through a lot of hoops to do it. Not with BetterHelp. I am so happy with the therapist that I have on there and it's just been great. Yeah. They have uh, therapists that specialize in whatever it is that ails you or worries you or 
is stressing you out and you can pick amongst them and, and specify what you are interested in. And it's entirely online. So it's convenient. You don't have to worry about finding your way anywhere and you can suit it to your schedule. So it's flexible. Become your own soulmate. Ooh, I like that idea. Yes. Uh, whether you're looking for one or not, visit betterhelp.com slash brain candy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. Oh, I get it. Cause it's, you know, it's February. People are thinking about relationships. Oh, it's yes. that. Yeah, yeah, you got to love yourself first. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. Everyone else is questionable at best. <laughs> um, okay, so that was good. I would recommend that. Maybe it'll be a candy club pick sometime. It would be fun to do that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. There was I think this... that's just like the responsible thing to do as a club I know. that was, watches documentaries. Yeah, and since we've watched so many of the ones that they talk about in, in the movie, it would be fun. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, okay. Oh, this was funny to me. I mean, this is just a little something, but it made mm. me laugh. Did you read about how um, ESPN got caught in like a scheme to get their hosts um, Emmys? <laughs> what? This is cracking Wait, me up. This is funny because don't I, I feel like is it everybody trying to get an Emmy? Like what's the difference between being in a yeah. scheme to get one and just <laughs> trying real hard? Yeah, okay. The scheme was <laughs> that if a show wins in the certain category, the the production staff gets the Emmy, but the hosts don't. If you the host wants an Emmy, they have to win in like the host category. Host, right, right, right. Because they're not the ones making the show and producing yeah, and picking it. Yeah, it's a the... separate like right. whole standard and skill set or whatever. And so they are separate. Yeah. But ESPN cooked up this plan where like whenever they would apply or whatever the word is where you apply for an Emmy yeah, like, to be yeah, considered, yeah. Um, you fill out like who's on the crew. And so they'd list all these names and then they would include some made up names. And then when they won, they would scrub out those names and re-engrave these GD Emmys with like the act, the host's names. So if like the host's name was Sarah Rice, they would yeah. put like Sarah Ronalds and then they would just have to like get rid of the half of that <laughs> second word and redo it. Like before they made and, and I don't know, do they engrave it or what? Yeah, they engrave the Emmys... So- Engrave them and send them to ESPN, and then ESPN, and then they would remove the one they're engraving and re-engrave them. Please, that <laughs> engrave. I, that is <laughs> this really supports my argument of how men are little whiny babies. That I thought the same thing. This is this is no this woman really, was involved in this. This really supports how I say that if you want to see how men are more dramatic than women. Yeah. All you have to do is watch sports center. Yes. And like their all those egos guys are the so fragile and they're all yelling at each other and they're all worked up about, you know, who Dumb tackled stuff. Who, d- yes. Right. Right. For real. I, I, this is, it's so great. So it's fun. the ultimate participation trophy. Yeah, right. I was just going to say, these are 
all the same people guaranteed that are like, we don't like that there are participation right. trophies. You you have to earn it. Yes. Unless the you whole- are a male host of a ESPN sports show, you the little freaking babies. is designed around what? competition. That is the whole point of oh, what ESPN is. Susie. Yeah. This is it's so great. In probably my top 10 <laughs> now favorite controversial television moments because of how mm-hmm. uh, like what this actually means and yeah. what this represents and like the pettiness yeah and the fragility of these grown ass men oh my who god who are fine so why great. would you even want that i wouldn't even want an emmy that really wasn't miami me either. That's what I'm saying is like, we all know who I'm trying to think of like a good analogy for what this is like, but this is just, oh, it's so funny to me that yeah. they would need it erased. I was thinking maybe they would submit it and then, and then when, I don't know, the Emmys are finalizing, like, you know, make sure we got all the spelling right. And then they would put it in there. But Mm-mm. this is a... Um, a- aftermarket parts going on. <laughs> totally. That Emmy. And which like, makes it null and void. I don't <laughs> even think they really got in trouble though either because they just had to give back like a bunch of Emmys that were not real people. Oh. Like there were 37 of these trophies that they required them to return. Oh my, but, like, I have to know fun- who the people are. And can you imagine being on that crew and being like, oh God, we got it. We got it. Hang on, it'll take a little while to get ours. Yeah, yours needed some add. extra special. And then whose house do you think it goes to? Not the people who really deserve it. Probably that host. <laughs> I'm going to go to all the trouble to faking the name on there. Or do they keep them at the office? Where do they keep well, those? I think they that they give the, they distribute them. I think so. Because people would want them. You know, if you want an Emmy and had your name on it. Yeah, so the person who should be receiving that. It's not existent. There is no one. So they would do the whole crew and then just add like three names to the list of names that don't exist. Right. And then would re-engrave it with the host name. So nobody got ripped off. Okay. But if you... So say it's brain candy and Uh. it's, it's the producers who are supposed to win the Yeah. They would get them too. Oh, so they get them too. Yeah, because you would turn in a list. So and they so, put multiple Emmy. Like if, if a whole crew wins, each person on that crew gets their own? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that's how it worked. I always yeah. thought that, they, I don't know, they got to like rock, paper, scissors for it. Or like, <laughs> or I don't know. Or keep in the studio or something. Yeah. I ha- yeah. Wow. News to no. me. No idea So how let's Emmys say work. there's 30 people on the crew and two hosts. Then they would write up 32 names. And then okay. the last two were just like... You know, John Smith. Yeah, I, I got that, but I didn't know that it, that that's how many. Man, they got to make a fuck ton of I those know. Emmys. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're not that special. There's some company that is staying in business because of, of just that. Really fancy paperweights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I their scheme has those. been exposed. Wow. That and is great. Super funny. That is such, that, what a treat. <laughs> I'm going to drop that at the Super Bowl party. For real. Imagine... What a big deal it would have been had like Barbara Walters or Oprah done that. That's all anyone would talk about. And you they hadn't even heard about this. They wouldn't have jobs afterwards. I know. 
They'd be canceled for having like oh bad my God. characters. I can't wait to learn who it is. Okay. Oh, I'm falling apart over here. Um, yes. I'll tell you what everyone does deserve, though, and that is to get financial freedom through rocket money, which I love. Absolutely. And is so empowering and awesome because rocket money helps you figure out where your money's going and then get rid of the expenses that are unnecessary or you didn't even realize, like if you had a a streaming service that you didn't want or a magazine subscription, you're like, I don't even read that. Yep. So they tell you, here's what your subscriptions are. If you don't want them, we'll cancel them for you. And if this bill seems high, they'll negotiate it down on your behalf. I love it. Don't even have to do anything. They've saved me hundreds of dollars. And the pain of being on a telephone, which I do not ever want to be. No, never, ever, ever. I don't even like <laughs> asking people for things. So I don't want to be like, oh, hi, excuse me. Can you make Sorry can, to bother I want to pay less money. I'm not having that <laughs> conversation. Rocket Money is going to do that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brain candy. That's rocketmoney.com slash brain candy, rocketmoney.com slash brain candy. One of my yeah. favorites. I always yeah. tell people that. It's one of my yeah, favorite it really partners. Is. All right, moving on. That was fun. Um, all right. I have been wanting to tell you about this for a while, but I'm always hesitant because I'm like, is this a good story or is it just Yep, me? those are always the stories that are really good. That Every <laughs> time I, that happens, you always say that about ones that I've hold, held on to. Okay. Well, this one was in the new, uh, Washington Post and it's uh, it was about the high stakes art of naming new apartment buildings. Oh. And I just found it so funny because I obviously we all know that apartment buildings can have names, but I certainly never thought about the process involved. I definitely think about how uh, the name of an apartment sets the tone for (laughs) the kind of people who will live there, the kind of vibe they're looking for. There are always ones – oh, there's there's one on the street that I I drive down to get to my studio, and it's called – the roost or something like that. Come on. And I'm like, terrible fucking <laughs> name. And then they even did, I'll take a picture of it and, and send it to you. There's a, a picture of, I want to say it's of a rooster in one of the O's. So then it, oh, it looks God. like it's, I, at, when I first saw it, I was like, does that say roast or what? I, I couldn't, right. I'm like, terrible. These people clearly didn't read this article. So, <laughs> right. Or maybe that's the clientele they were looking for. I don't know who that would be. But... Chickens. Right. <laughs> like people that Farmers? love chickens. <laughs> Quasi homesteaders. Right. Okay. So they apparently spend a ton of money on buying the naming service. So like, you know, an advertising agency or whatever mm-hmm. will be hired for like between five and $50,000 to come up with like the perfect name. And we're in the wrong business. I mean, my friend, he's a writer and he was once hired by a company to name their beer, like a beer line that they were making. And he came up with all these names. I thought they were all great. And they turned them all down 
they wow. had something to say about each one. And you just think like, it, why don't they just pick one then? Like, yeah. it's so strange to me. I've seen these kind of pitches that they do or these packets they put together yeah. in that naming process. Yeah. And they give you like a hundred pages on, you know, why what this means and, and the, the way it's perceived and the other ways that people interpret these, like things that are so far reaching yeah. and they always look like, it could sound like, yeah, on, give me a fucking break. We're very busy out here. We're right. not thinking like about this, it. This, the, the dot over the eye represents right. the world and the unity of all the people. And you're like, it's yeah, a fucking it dot over not. the eye. Relax. <laughs> yeah. It could be live or it could be live and it could be like shows that it's like, hi. It, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes. These companies will ask all these questions of like the apartment complexes, whoever owns it. And they'll be like, what kind of music do you expect to hear in the lobby? And like, what kind of person do you think would live here? And so then like this one example they did, they said, we joked one day that this would be where Frasier Crane would live. And so they called it the Frasier. And, you know, like they think who, who would want to live here? We want like a high end, we want an elegant person. I could have fucking done that for that. Like, that's what I mean. in the elevator ride from one floor to the next, I could have had a, a good, like, oh, we could have true come up because with name. one time we were talking about a certain someone who writes poetry and Sarah was like, I could do that. And she wrote a poem right then yeah, in that I'm moment. Sorry. I'm I'm good. I'm you, you should actually maybe do this. For a it's, it's the place where an ADHD brain thrives. Oh, you yeah. want me to th- come up with relation, like how, mm-hmm. what this, yeah, got it done. I'll do that. This one it says they decided because they wanted elegance. They were going to call it the signet, like the engraved ring. Yeah. But then they were, they also considered a homophone, which is with a C and a Y, and then it, that means a young swan because they talked about graceful animals. What? And also, I don't like that name. <laughs> the signet. Well, maybe no. you weren't their target. I definitely not. That's I. That's a person who has season tickets to the opera or the ballet. They claim, yeah, they claim that it's one of the most difficult parts of the whole process, and it has to be memorable but broadly appealing, distinctive yet easy to say and spell. Mm-hmm. You need to ensure that googling the name will bring people directly to your website. Oh, and Signet was going to do that, right? Please, come on now. Uh-huh. Bring directly just, to says, website, yeah. just, just like there's naming trends for restaurants that yeah. right now, two word monikers connected by a plus sign or popular, you know, yeah. for restaurants. Um, yeah. So too have particular conventions fallen in and out of favor in real estate. There are so many communi- communities named something ranch or something farm. We don't need any more of those. So like it reminds me of Elf whenever they were trying to think of the next children's book and that yeah. they had that little person yes come in and he has all these like ideas and he's like no they bruised peaches bruised too easily or whatever <laughs> like they come up with all this stuff that's just it's made ridiculous. up ridiculous totally made up like when i got to the end of the article though it was sort of like okay so this is how we think about it we you, avoid words like plantation yeah for and, goodness sakes <laughs> and any name of a person who owned a lot of land in the 1700s. Good rule of thumb. 
very rule good. of thumb. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I, it's very hard for me to not giggle every time I see you Ugh. using it. Well, now I'm going to giggle because of the way you a- accurately pointed out that it's like a cartoon. It is a cartoon. When they smash their thumb with yeah, like a like hammer. Boom, 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 like throbbing. <laughs> but at the end of the article, it was sort of like, but usually it just comes down to like whatever the developer likes best. It's yeah. so subjective. It really is. That's why the, what you're pay really paying money. for is that somebody to sell you on yeah, whatever their idea they love is. A story. And they it, the better they sell you on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yes. They want a story of why it's called that. They and should save their money cuz nobody cares. I'm telling yeah. you. Did did you see the I think it, it it was put on the internet. I this was a couple years ago, but Pepsi did a rebrand and the company that did the rebrand for Pepsi came out with this marketing the packet this the, you know, explanation of of why they're doing everything. Yeah. You've never heard something that's so far-reaching and For ridiculous. I'll find it and, and text it to you. See, it they're is all making so it up. It. I wish oh, they would just admit 100%. it. 100%. And it cost them millions. I think this it was like a $2 million job or something. So it was like the company said, oh, fuck, we got to give them $2 million worth of you know, totally something. We yeah. can't just like give them this and be like, yeah, our, guy, our, our intern thought of it the end. That's not 2 million. So let's give them a hundred pages of this. That's like yeah, a slide yes. PowerPoint of bullshit. Yeah. It's very funny and totally worth the, the, the read. I also read it was either Esquire or GQ, but it was the article about how they come up with the names for cannabis, uh, strains, oh. you know, oh, like when you go very funny, they all are so ridiculous. Yeah. This so is this... granddaddy purple Kush. This is <laughs> granddaddy. What the fuck? Yes. And so like this writer wanted to see how they were doing it because they seem so funny. And it's sometimes you just think, how in the world did they land on this name? And they all sat around and did dope. I mean, these, yeah, I don't don't imagine why that would be. They would do anything else. To well, they would. Those. They first they sm- it's like wine. Like they yeah. smelled it and said what notes they were picking up, and then they. Well, the reason why it would not be like anything else is because once you smoke it, then you're high, right? And so, like, then you're picking a name under the influence of yes. the thing, and so it just went real downhill real fast. Like it started really good, <laughs> yeah. Where they were coming up with some really clever stuff. And then it got to where they thought the stuff they were coming up with was very clever because they were high. Exactly. But it was like stupid. Yeah, they definitely need to to quit it with that. They're ridiculous. And then you have to look in like Leafly's uh, database to make sure there's not another like ice cream cone, banana. I have used Leafly as a resource before. Yeah. Yeah. They'll also rank all of them on, on what the negative side effects are. So I find the ones that don't cause anxiety or anything like that. And they're very specific kinds you can use to. Yeah. They take it seriously these days. Yeah. Yeah. And get like sometimes a little too seriously. It's like, (laughs) well, I think that's what we're noticing. Yeah. People are just wanting to make it seem like they're worth something. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, okay, so let's see. I'm trying to decide. I don't know. I watched this really sweet documentary also on Prime Video about Highlights Magazine. Oh, I love Highlights Magazine. It's so great. You would, would love it, it. It probably wouldn't surprise anybody if I said, like, I have happen to have a subscription. They'd be like, yeah, that tracks. Like, I don't. But Did you like, ever uh, have one? No. I, I, no. You know... I may have had the trial like six months. I don't ever remember having. Uh, and then Rocket delivered. Money canceled it after yeah, it started probably. charging you. No, I had a different one that my grandma subscribed me to called Ranger Rick. Oh my that was gosh, the National Geographics for kids. It was like the little kid, mm-hmm. that same kind of highlights yeah. thing. And so I had that, but yeah. I loved those magazines and I definitely stole them from the doctor's office before. Right. That's their big moneymaker is um, dentists and doctors that want them for the waiting room. Um, But it was fascinating. I think it was from 2018 and they they were chronicling the creation of their 70th anniversary uh, issue. But it was just seventieth cool. anniversary. No, yeah, shit, man, they've been out for a while. Yeah, and they, you know, told the story of how it was created and how it was family run still, and um, just it's just extraordinary the care that is put into something that really you just would never know intuitively. Yeah. Like this took they took take nine months to make one issue. You know what? This is ringing a bell. Did you I watch? I feel like I maybe have seen this. Oh my gosh. It didn't have as much of an effect on no, you. No, it probably did because when I, when you, I, I have this image in my head of all of them sitting in a room together discussing like the, and then there was some kind of, is it going to come out yet? Is it going to get renewed thing? Maybe I will have to revisit that to see if I want. Well, it's very sweet and very, um, you do get the sense of like, wow, it's almost like the good news movement kind of thing yes. where you're just like, these people are just diligently working and trying to educate kids yes. and it's probably thankless, but they were like considering every detail, what colors we're going to include, what font, what recipe that for pizza or whatever they put in there is like the biggest deal. And I don't it's know, man. Really sweet. It is sweet. And the yeah. kids that write in here was, I forget the exact number, but they were saying, you know, they get however many letters a month, 90% of them are from girls. <laughs> and I thought that was very interesting. That is a huge difference. Yeah. And well, maybe it has to do with that age and. But they do from, I forget, I think they said four till yeah. 12. It was a huge age range. Huh. too, that they aim to meet. And because their rule is that they have to have equal mm-hmm. uh, representation for girls and boys, 
pretty much any boy that's writing a letter is getting the darn thing in the <laughs> magazine, oh which annoys gosh. me. Yeah. Because that's their policy is it has to be equal regardless. So like a lot of times it's like, this isn't even that good gosh, or like artwork stack or little girl papers that are, that are excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So anyway, if you're into that sort of thing, it's on. I really want to know why the boy, there's such a difference in gender and, and because yeah. then I think if you were to look at the people who write in to papers and, and magazines that are, I don't know, for adults, yeah, you would find more males writing. I think so. Like letters to the editor? Yes. Well, actually? Yes. Yeah. I, huh. I think there's probably a lot of And I wonder if the there. little girls are writing in, like, what is the subject matter? Is it, like, I love your magazine so much, or are there questions that they're answering? Yeah. Something like that versus, you know. Well, and they said, you know, they, a lot of them send in artwork and that, so that you only get a few boys doing it. And then a lot of the ones that they send in are like fucking guns or... I can imagine. You, they can't include them. I know exactly them, what they are. Yeah. Right? So violence yeah. and aggressive and stuff like that. Always but, a gun with those little bullets. Like boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. So it's fascinating sociological information because yeah. that is a huge difference. 90% versus 10%. Very big. Very sweet though, and keep up the good work to the highlights people, man. Yeah. That is... Did you have a subscription to that? No, man. That's for like rich kids, I right. thought. Yeah. But I remember one time in ninth grade, I was sitting behind this kid in class and I was just j- joking. I almost said jagging. Uh, <laughs> I was just joking with him and I was like, hey, hey, Andrew, do, do you get highlights? And I meant in his hair, but he goes, Oh yeah, I just renewed my subscription. <laughs> like he was all mad that I was <laughs> implying that a ninth grader would get Highlights magazine. That's a great mix-up. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I love that, and that he has more of a relationship with right Highlights the magazine than he does with right. Highlights and hair, knowing oh, yeah, what that I just is. Renewed my oh, subscription. Yeah. Really, I like, your hair, man. That's <laughs> rare. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I want to. I. I have to go back and, and see it. It sounds so familiar. I must, I don't know, watched a preview for it or something yeah, like that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love it. Uh, last thing I will t- discuss before we leave. Um, I was reading about how hobbies changed the home. Huh. And I thought it was so interesting because they were talking about how women and girls are discouraged from doing any hobbies that are like dangerous or noisy or messy Hmm. or even like scientific really. Right. But boys and men are directed in that way. Whether it's like photography or chemistry sets and rockets and things like that. Hit hammers. Yeah. And so eventually they started including like sections of the house just for boys and men to have hobbies like basements and sheds and workshops uh-huh. became like standardized and the hobbies of men like couldn't be in like the regular house cause they were disgusting. <laughs> and so they had these special places yeah. in the home and like before central heating, everyone used to hang out in the kitchen and then, cause that was the only room that was hot and warm enough. Yeah. And then once central heating came, 
like the basement became functional and stuff. So like men got all this new space and women were just still stuck in the kitchen. (laughs) Interesting. I never thought about like how we do have designated places in the house for those kind of activities. And maybe it's just like, and the like, garage just happens to know. be where all those things are, but but also like the man cave whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like wh- where is the woman woman's spot? Yeah, I w- I'm going to the put tub? up a yeah. That's like yes. my equivalent. It really is. But mm-hmm. I, I'm going to make an argument for why this is a thing. Okay. So when men and women are. Uh, or I should say what men and women need to uh, de-stress and like activate that parasympathetic nervous system and like feel better is different. And usually women will need connection and will need social interaction and will need to like talk about things to feel better and to kind of calm down. Who and- do men? Women. Yeah, women. Okay. And men, in order to, like, for, like, their hormones to kind of, like, rebalance and, and you know, <laughs> after a fight or something, need right. isolation. Okay. So, so you this feel is like kind of the argument have, like... for what, like, maybe where, or why these man caves kind of, or these spaces mm-hmm. are, are ones where men go to kind of hide out because that's kind of what they need. And this is usually after a fight where women are like, I want to talk about it. And the man is like, mm, no, I need, t- I need space. I need time. That's how they, and then after emotions are, are, you know, come down and after those hormones get all like balanced out again and feeling this more regulated. This is an elaborate theory. You can, this is this is the article was just theory, like yeah because their stuff stinks and yeah is this loud. is what I my supervisor told me this in uh, in therapy in when I was in grad school. Hmm. Well, yeah. I did find it funny too though that like they did a poll you know in the first half of the twentieth century about hobbies and boys would say things like you know gun collecting and audio whatever yeah. and then. The girls would say knitting and rearranging furniture. And I was Ooh. like, that is embarrassing. We're yeah, just like you are stuck in the house. Oh, chairs on the Titanic. Over. That is exactly what is happening. Yeah. I mean, that's changing though. And you yeah. know what I see now is this... Uh, they would just call it something other than rearrange. They'd call it like interior design instead of rearranging yeah. the furniture. Yeah. You mean if men did it? No. Or, no, like if women were now. cold now, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100% they would. You know, I also see this boom in people who want are interested in like repurposing clothes. And I'm very excited about yeah, this. I'm seeing this trend in like the younger kids on TikTok, like, t- like going to the thrift store wherever or Salvation Army and getting clothes that... I don't know, look totally different and then sewing them and, and like, yeah. Re reimagining. Yes. Reimagining like, like upcycling. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Upcycling. I to make that- something totally new. And I think that they're good because everybody's like fast fashion is terrible. And not everybody, Sarah, that's the problem. Like oh, okay. the, there's a vocal minority that are described 
that I would describe like you're saying, but most people are buying $3 shirts from Shine. Oh my God. And all those other places. Stop doing that. Stop. Like for real people, I really want you to think about this. It's a big problem. <laughs> it is. I know. And I know I, I'm, I have, I was there. I filled up my whole cart and I was like, this is so much cheaper. I can get 20 items for the same price as one of the thing that it is garbage and garbage. I don't know why people like it. Destroying the plant and it is not supporting people being treated fairly or ethically. (laughs) Oh, it just, I, I can't go back. Can't, I got to hold myself to a higher standard now because I know things. I know, but yeah. I well, I hope it does spread, and I hope it becomes most people because it, well, it will eventually out of necessity. Yeah. So, because you can't do this forever. Yeah, and you know uh, another thing on that hobbies because uh, what I did see after the pandemic is a boom of uh, women in like construction, like they're doing more like fix it stuff around the house. Well, I think okay, they got okay, real but- restless, restless, rest, restless. I trouble with that one word for all of a sudden. Restless what, and... Uh, uh, what annoyed me, though, about the article was that at the, the end, and it was based on a, um, a scholar last name Maines who had written a book about it, but the the article sort of ended by saying, like, we we should encourage, you know, girls to have hobbies that are stinky and loud and yeah. dangerous, too. And I'm like, okay, fine, but why aren't you encouraging men to get their asses in the kitchen right. and make me a sandwich? <laughs> it's always like this where they're like, you should, you know, remove certain words from your emails, like just, you know, I right. was just checking it. Like Maybe we're supposed to talk add. like men. Right. Why don't we ask them to be a little more... Yeah. Polite, Sarah. Yeah. That's what I want I to do know. have a, a man who gets in the kitchen and makes me more than just a sandwich. And so, you know, I, I can't say that, uh, you know, I have that same problem. He's very in touch with his feminine side. So I'm lucky in that way. Yeah. But I just feel like maybe encouraging yes. the collective would be great. Absolutely. Man. Everybody. And yeah, there's there. I saw a little boy who's an amazing knitter and... They did a whole, did? like, one of those 60-second 60 sec, 60 doc, mm-hmm. like, little clip things on him. And he's just so adorable, and he loves knitting. And he wants to be a surgeon when he grows up. And he said being really good at knitting is helping train the muscles in his hand to be a surgeon. Wow. This guy's got a plan. Yeah. He was so cute. Oh, man. Well, let's wind it down. I could have used a surgeon the other day. Oh, my God. I will... Never forget. I have created now my own visual of, you know, that song, uh, uh, on top of a smoky, yeah. I lost my poor meatball. I, I imagine your off the table finger rolling the off like, like that. It was for real. Like that office scene when there's a fire and they like throw that cat into the ceiling and stuff. Yes. That's what my yes. kitchen was like when this happened. Cause like, I'm, you know, trying to Stop oh the bleeding God. and find him, whatever. And Lincoln screaming like Adam had to direct his attention to oh, Lincoln, right? Because he was losing his marbles. He's gonna have a meltdown, and you're gonna have two injured like, people. It's happening! It's, it's happening. happening! It's happening! Yes. Oh my God! Okay. I'm so anyway. sorry. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you didn't have to. I, I, I'm glad you didn't chop off more. Yeah, but could have been worse. Oh, God. Um, it's Sarah's birthday month, and. 
That's exciting. We'll see what what her birthday brings. Powder yeah. or no powder? Oh, powder. Um, subject documentary was really yes. good. Maybe it'll be a candy club pick. ESPN is in the penalty box. <laughs> That's what I the, know. Red, red card. <laughs> yeah, red card. Yeah. What are you doing? Flag on the play. I would love to. I don't know how long they got away with it. So maybe that 37... Yeah, I like really want to know. It's like maybe the same four guys that they <laughs> yeah. keep on having. Like, they have so like tons great. of Emmys. Oh my god! You know, um, oh, if so you're great. naming apartments or cannabis, you might as well just pick whatever because yeah. nobody cares, right? <laughs> and you get the gist. Um, thank you as always for using our codes and leaving. Nice I used reviews. one just this morning. What'd you buy? Some stuff. I bought a caraway pan. Oh, I, I'm telling you, cause frying right pan. before we started, she said she was got the frying pan. It will change your whole life. I'm so life. excited. I know. Well, I already have the Dutch oven. And so now I, I got. It's unbelievable. Like, the eggs just slide all over. It's like slippery. Right. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.